0: Today's show is pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it y'all is. Y'all don't know y'all better ask somebody. somebody. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit, suit on, looking like the trap dog, giving a mouth on, dress like a million bucks, bust things in its cuffs. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me
1: who could it be, but Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. They're
2: They're on. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Got a radio show because God in the blessing business. Got a radio show cause God is in the forgiving business. Got a radio show cause God'll let you turn your life around business. Got a radio show cause God know better than you know. Yeah, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Didn't see it coming, but he did. I'm gonna uh, share with you today um, a principle of success. Um, you know, it's it's important that we get our lives together. It, I mean it really really is. You know the hereafter is exactly what it says is the hereafter and hopefully for the majority of us it's quite a ways off. So what about how you live in today? How about now? You know I often talk to talk, talk in the morning about your relationship with God. That can never change. That is at the forefront and 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 the, the um uh, the best thought process that I can give you. And I know who I'm talking to on the radio. I'm I'm talking to a lot of people, man, um, who out there just not sure. And I'm talking to a lot of people out there, man, that's trying to pull it together. In other words, you know, I'm talking to a lot of people like myself. Um, There is a principle of success that is out there that if more people understood one of the, this is just one of, one of the basic principles of success, you would have more success in your life and that principle is this, the more people you help become successful, the more successful you become. Well, the more people you help become successful, the more successful you become because you are, are practicing helping your, and, and as you do unto others, then it's done unto you. You know, um, you, 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 you build relationships when you do that. People forget in success there has to be relationships. There is no one person in this world who is just successful all on their own. You are successful, and successful people form relationships. And you've got to really coddle these relationships. You've got to nurture these relationships. They don't just happen. You don't just get cool with people just because you're cool. No, you've got to do some cool things to these people and for these people, for these people to be cool with you when you need some cool. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but that's the best way I can tell it to you. I'm just regular, you know, I'm j- I am just speak like that. This, this is an important principle to put into your life. The more people you help become successful, the more successful you become. You can, look, you have to say to people, hey look, I've done that. This is what you got to do. You got to take some time out to share. You have to share information, experiences, thoughts. You got to take a minute, man, to uplift somebody, give them some encouragement. Hey, man, you can do it. Don't give up. You have no idea. You, you, you right now, you have no idea how significant you are to someone else how your words of encouragement could be the difference maker today. I'm talking about it's a person looking at you that you don't even really know, know you, or you don't really know them, and you see them struggling with something, just say, hey, you know what, I've been watching you from afar. You're going to be all right, man. I see something in you. Keep doing the right thing, man. You're going to be all right. I had a meeting uh, with a young man for the first time, and this young man came into my office. I never met him. Um, he has an internet service, which anybody can teach me something about the internet because I know little to close to nothing. He was 27 years old, and he was amazingly bright at this. And I guess, you know, that is not that hard to impress me, but the, 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 the fluid s- speech pattern that he had about this very, very difficult subject, he was tossing around the terms I had heard but he was actually putting them in sentences where it made sense to me. It's very fluid, very, very sure of himself when he was talking about this little thing. This young dude, twenty-seven years old, and when he got through, uh, the woman that had introduced me to him, I was leaving my office, and she was gonna escort him out. And I turned around and I said, "Young man, I said, what, what, what size pants are you?" And I guessed it because i I've been dressing for long, I've been all them sizes, and I, I said, you bought a 30 waist, he said, yes sir, I said, what size shoe you wear, he said, nine and a half, I said, what size shirt is that, a medium, a large, he said, I really like extra large, I said, well, that's too big for you, you just want to look blousy and baggy, and so uh, I was talking to him, and I said, man, I'm going to help you out, I said, man, because let me tell you something, you a sharp young dude, man, you are razor sharp. I said, you've really, really impressed me today. I said, and you know what, young brother? I said, you're going to make a lot of money one day, man. I said, but I want you to get your image up. I want you to I want you to look at how you dress because you're coming into professional people's office and you're talking about doing something for them and it, and it takes money to make it happen. I got to give you money to make this happen. What you cannot afford to do is look like you need every dime of this money. See, you, you, you get, when you go in there and you talking about money with another person, the person that's going to give you this money cannot. It can't look like you need every dime of this money. You know, so you got to start presenting yourself. And I, that's all I just said to him. I just said, man, but you know what? You're sharp. You're going to make yourself some money. I'm going to help you out a little bit. I walked out. I went on about my business. Later on that afternoon, I had a meeting with the woman that bought him in. And she said, Mr. Harvey, you have no idea what you just did. He said, his eyes just teared up when you walked out. He said, wow, man, that man don't even know me. And he just encouraged me. He said, man, I always thought I might could make it, but he said, I ain't never had nobody like him tell me I could make it. And just hearing it from him, man, that's all right. I'm I'm gonna get my clothes together, but you know, I've been homeless. And then he started telling the woman that he had been homeless. And so, you know, then she telling me that now I'm finna cry because, you know, I've been in that hole before. And I just and I'm just sharing that story with y'all just to say, you don't know who you talking to. But what does it hurt if you just extend your hand to a person and give them a moment of encouragement? See, this young brother right here, he could come back one day and be a major benefit to me because he has a skill set that I don't have oh, I might be old Mr. Steve Harvey, but hey, guess what? I don't know nothing about what this young cat know. And he went off and educated himself. And just a word of encouragement from somebody like yourself can make all the difference in another person's life. So remember, on your way to the top, the more people that you help become successful, the more successful you become. It's a requirement of God that you do that. That ain't Steve Harvey talking. If you read your Bible, somebody got a Bible verse that back me up. Email it to me today if you know what it is. I don't know, but y'all do out there.
3: All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning
2: Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Another. Who does that? Uh, Collett?
3: And yeah, another DJ one. Gallet, uh- and
2: yeah. DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. DJ Khaled.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And another one.
0: Yes. And another one.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Blessed and highly favored. The show is about to begin with Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Junior Kiel Spates, and Nephew Tommy.
4: Junior, yeah. what's
2: on your mind?
4: Huh?
5: Let me ask you something, Monk. Listen, you one day after 65, I just want to know now. What do you care less about now?
2: Oh, I'm so happy you asked. (laughs) After God blessed me, not only to let me live to see it, but to wake up and be it. Uh Boy, look (laughs) at you. What do I no longer care about? Well, That list grew after yesterday. Uh It was some things I didn't care about, but after yesterday, it's just some things I really don't care about anymore. Uh, Haters are at the top of the list. Mm. If you are a Steve Harvey hater, I just want to say to you, from this day forward, are wasting precious time and energy hating me. Because Mm. I, could care less and lesser than I did when I was 64. I don't care what you say or what you do, but just watch me and know that I belong to him. I know who I am and I know whose I am. So understand this right here. Careful, because I ain't over here by myself. The next thing I don't care for on to care less about is I'm going to care less what my kids say this year. <laughs> that I, I'm, I'm really going to start not taking phone calls this year from them seven. From them seven. I'm monitoring their calls now. I ain't going to pick uh-huh. up like I used to. Anytime they call, I would answer. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that this year. Uh-huh. Except yeah. for the girls, the girls I had to take that call because something could be wrong. But mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. What else am I gonna care less about this year?
1: Yeah.
3: <sighs> so much. What people say about oh. your
2: what you wear. Oh, I, you really, man. Y'all can waste stop. You know, there's a woman that follows me, and she's upset with me about me wearing more other clothes. Where are your suits? I want your suits back. And you know what I discovered? Change is not easy for some people. Some people don't like change because change for them makes them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so to all the uncomfortable people that's uncomfortable with the change, gone gets to getting more uncomfortable because we ain't going back. So it's just... It's just like that. So if you yeah. having a problem with that, it's not going. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> all right. It's all right. Yeah. Baby
1: steps. It it's is.
3: All right. <laughs> all right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll start the show off with nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time to start your morning off with Run That Prank Back and the nephew. What you got, Neff?
4: Oh, uh, well, can you bring me some paper? you would, I've been sitting here for quite some time. Can you bring me some paper? That's a shame. Thank you. That <laughs> dog, if you would, my legs are numb. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> can you bring me some paper?
6: Hello? Hello, uh, I'm trying to, Charles, I'm, I'm looking for a Charles. Yeah, this Charlie. Um, I'm sorry, this who now? This Charlie. How can I help you? Hey, listen. Um, I, I'm you by. Who what am I I'm, speaking with? I'm sorry. This is Scotty, man. I'm um, I'm house sitting for Rita. She, oh, okay. With, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She told me she was going out of town. What can I do for you, brother? Uh, how far y'all down the way, man? Yeah, I'm in the house. Four, or five houses. Yeah, I think. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we four houses down. Okay. Now she left me a number, man. Left me y'all number, and then she left Miss Dars' number. I tried to call Miss Dars, but then nobody answered the phone. Yeah, she normally in church around this time. Rita said she was gonna be gone for a minute, so you, you say you down there? Right, right, right. And she told me if I got an emergency, or anything that I could reach out to y'all and call y'all. Right, right, right. Okay, are you are you busy right now, man? Well, actually, I'm in the middle of cooking my wife some dinner, and uh, got some meat on the grill. But other than that, you know. Okay, I mean, you 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 are you able to help me out with some right quick? Or you got you got time for that? Well, like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking. If there's something I can help you with, I, I you know, I don't mind coming down there and, and uh showing you or doing whatever it is that we need to do. Okay. Charlie, would you happen to have any paper, man? Any paper? Yeah. Um I, I think I got some newspaper. What you trying no, to no, do? No, 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 no. Not no newspaper. I mean some paper. You got some paper? I what notebook paper? No. See man, listen. Charlie, like I said, man, my my name is Scotty, man. I know you don't know me. I done got myself in a little situation here down here at Rita House, man. And I I, I didn't, man, I'm in a situation. I actually am in the bathroom, man, and it ain't no paper in here, dog. So you saying you want me to bring you some toilet paper? I mean, if you don't mind, dog, I'm sitting here, my legs ain't got numb. I can't even feel my... My, my whole low body, man, from butt down, I can't feel nothing. Man, my feet, everything that went to sleep on me. Uh, hold up, Babe, this dude down here at Reader house saying he want me to bring his <laughs> papers paper because he didn't got none sitting on the toilet. Man, look at here, bro. I'm in the middle of cooking. I wish I could help you, but you know well, I, I, mean, I can't you come. You say you ain't about four hours of doctor, you just run down here right quick. I'm mean, at the back door open. I, I say, man, I understand all that you're saying, but like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking for my wife. We having a little special occasion because our kids and stuff gone, and I can't just leave her like that just to come bring you know. <laughs> Paper. Now, what I can tell you to do is if Rita got one of them tiles or something I'm that not you want to use. I'm not going to use no on, tile, man. I'm not using nobody's tile like that. that's disrespectful, man. Okay. Hey, but lower your voice, man. You calling me to help you and, and You acting like I caused you to not have no guy. Okay. okay. supposed hand to have okay. Paper when you go in the bathroom. I got that. All I'm asking for just, it ain't going to take no more than two, three minutes. Run down here right quick and bring the paper, man. And then you get on back to your dinner. Well, what you it would sound like what you need to do, bruh? You said you had an emergency. I thought the house was, uh, or the dog had got out or, or you had locked yourself out the house, but I'm not going to come down there and bring you no papers because that don't sound like an emergency. That sound like some personal. Sh-t. And furthermore, you're in the bathroom, just jump out your clothes and get in the shower and wipe that. out. So I'm not finna, dog. That's Like I said, I'm numb right now, man. I need some help. if So you, don't so mind, you want man. me to come down there and bring you some toilet paper and pick your numb? P-t. You can't get up out the toilet if i would to help you <laughs> that's why i'm trying to tell you i'm in an emergency man okay well that like i said man that don't sound like emergency that seems like a little quick fix get your drawers and, and wipe your drawers throw them away go get you some mold I, I mean i'm not gonna walk four houses down there to bring you some toilet paper shit, nut your legs no high how you gonna get up and open the door? The, the back door is open. All you gotta do is come in here and, and and reach in here and pass me a roll of paper, man. That's all I'm asking you to do, Mr. Charlie. I understand that, but I'm not gonna come down there and bring you no paper. I'm not gonna bring you. Yeah, man, bring b- me some paper down here, man. Show you yeah, my man, body, numb, man. Say, man, who the hell you think you hollering at? You need me? I don't need you. Well, won't you do something? Man, you see I'm sitting here in a situation. Now Rita left y'all number that y'all'll help me while I'm down here house watching, man. This here crazy, baby. Man, what? The wrong with you? you going to call me asking me to bring you some <laughs> newspaper. I told you that I was in the middle of fixing me and my wife some dinner, and you come calling me talking about some paper, man. I don't want to hear no about no, and I ain't coming down there to bring you no paper, man. Hello. Charlie, is you going to bring this paper, man? Man, look, like I told you before, I ain't going to bring you no paper down there. We don't wait no on this street. I, hold on, man. I can't just, you can't just leave me here and I'm numb like this. But I'm not gonna come bring no grown man, no toilet paper because he is responsible when he go into the restroom. That sound like a personal problem. You you too wrong for that. You, uh, this is a situation, though. This is an emergency, man. Man, that don't sound like no f- emergency. That sound like a f- personal problem that you got going on. on oh, we'll I'm f- when I get off of here, man. You done f- me off with I don't give a f- about you being p- man. Matter of fact, as soon as you get your m- up out of there. You so bad! you come on down here. I'm coming said, down there. Matter the you fact, do. I'm coming down there the way I am, just like this here. And I'm gonna whoop for not helping me while I'm in a situation. So, well, bring your on. I got one more thing I need to say to you that I'm gonna do. Is you listening? Bring your on. I got some snake skin shoes that fit right up clean up all that I got one more thing is you listening. Man, what the, man? Like I said, what, what the you got to say, man. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your neighbor Rita. Ain't this a Look at from the radio station. <laughs> is this Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show?
3: <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah. I'm a whoop Rita. I <laughs> got you Kyle my house, <laughs> man. You had me. <laughs> I was going to come down there, man, and break the <laughs> down and whoop. You better be glad I'm eating. <laughs> I can't believe this. Hey man, I got to ask you man one more thing. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey show. Y'all play practical jokes on folks, man.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, thank you nephew. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming up, mm-hmm. ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in uh, entertainment news programming reminder: another hilarious episode of Judge Steve is tonight at 8 p.m. seven central on ABC and Hulu, the number one hit show. Congratulations again, Steve! Your number one fans, right here, right here. Uh, Plus, (laughs) plus another uh, trending entertainment news: basketball star Steph Curry and his wife Aisha, they say they're not in an open marriage. Okay, they are not. All right, we'll talk about that. Right. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. it. And then Snoop has another business venture. Okay, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for uh, the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building for your love questions. This one is from Farah in Tuscaloosa. Farah says, I'm a 28 year old personal trainer and actress. I do fitness modeling, and I'd like to transition to doing my workouts on my own fitness show. I go back and forth to Atlanta to audition for small roles, and I'm getting frustrated because I've got a gift to share with the world. I want to be the first full-figure trainer on television. What kind of advice huh? can you offer me? Yeah. This is from...
1: Well,
4: training for what? What's her what name?
2: Her name is Sarah. She She's going to be a full figure. She wants to be the first full figure trainer. Yeah. See, But we if you're training,
4: know. ain't you going to get smaller?
2: Well, see, that's why we have the problem. The What's reason the ain't problem? nobody taking to this real fast. And this ain't really going nowhere for it. This is the frustrating. Because you're saying trainer mm-hmm. and, and you full figure. Mm-hmm. Because most trainers, as you see on TV, are not full figure. They they have to figure.
3: Yeah, but was so they wants to be the first on television? Well, it's gonna be
2: them? hard because when when you say you're a trainer, then people gonna want to know what are you training us to be? Are you trying to swell us up? You want us to be full figured, or do you want us? Or you want us to lose weight? And what was you 800 and now you 250? I mean, what what is we doing here? Just uh-huh. we need some numbers to work <laughs> with. If you do went yeah. from 800 down to 250, tell us that tell us that, but if we just see your picture you still 250, and I'm 190, mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little bit more fit than you. That's probably the problem she having. It's a conflict of interest, is what I'm saying. It's, mm-hmm. and, and the billboard, when, like when they give her the TV show and they put the billboard and they put trainer, and then they put her up there. See, everybody driving by, we what the hell? And just trying to figure out what's going on. It's gonna be a lot of that on the billboard. Yeah, And then you're going to have to do a lot of explaining to do Because if you're a trainer But it don't look like you're a trainer If you're looking more, more like the train
3: okay. true, true. She wants advice <laughs> Huh? She You heard me She wants advice, advice. <laughs> Yes, to reach her goal This is her, her dream
2: I'm the CLO, the chief love officer What does yeah, this got to do, do with love training? anyway?
3: Nothing right she, here. She well, loves herself. Clearly, she loves herself. Clearly, right, yeah. and that's and good. That's a mm-hmm. good thing. That's, and that's I,
2: good. And dreams come true. And you probably one day you'll be the first full figure trainer, but it's gonna have to be at the fat camp or something. You're gonna have to be somewhere else where they where they ready for that.
3: Okay. You had to go down
2: on. here, huh? Moving on. Moving on. on.
3: T- yeah, <laughs> we're moving
2: on. Not not Don't so cut fast. him off like that. <laughs> no, no, not, nice. not so
1: fast. We're moving on.
3: That's moving nice. on. <laughs>
1: Cool Tammy in Illinois said, I'm a 31-year-old this- single
3: mother mm-hmm. of a teenager, mm-hmm. and she's giving me the blues because she's got a potty mouth. Okay. I've had to take her out of school several times this school okay. year because she cursed at the teacher. Okay. Her, father's, her father's mother is ghetto and smokes brown cigarettes and curses all day at yeah. everybody. Okay. Do I keep punishing her or should I stop her from visiting grandma?
2: No, see, your problem is your punishment. See, you grounding her, you taking her iPhone, you doing stuff like that. Ain't nobody whooped her ass yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't
5: thought about it. and came up. Ain't nobody hauled off, my... fired
2: off her dead in her jaw and you said the next to... time you cuss the teach you this what's going to happen to you. Fuck! <laughs> Ain't nobody done that.
3: But, Steve, you know, parents, these days are different. They're not like our parents. Where they and don't that's like, the problem. You know, mm. spank their kids, whoop their
2: kids, beat their kids. They don't do that anymore. You really. can't do that. I, look, you can't raise kids the way you used to. But then, so we're not producing kids like we used to. Mm-hmm. So now what you want us to do? I'm not finna change my way of, of uh, my method. Because it worked. And Discipline. I know it's a new day and yeah. time. And, you know... People don't want to discipline their children. People don't believe in hitting their children. Don't hit your child. You know, wait till your child grow up and start sucker punching you. How about Ooh. that? Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, right. you kidding. Ooh, you kidding? Nerve? Yeah.
2: Down. So, you know, y'all do it any way y'all want to. But don't call Uncle Steve and ask Steve nothing about child rear if you don't want to hear about ass whoopers. Because that's all <laughs> I got for you. Don't call me no more damn more. Call the Ricky Smiley show up. Call somebody <laughs> that's, you know, doing this new method. I don't have that. <laughs> don't call me. Ask me nothing about child rearing. If you don't want to hear about these ass whoopings. that's okay. all I got for you. Now right. you call you old fashioned. Now, I'm old.
5: Bye.
3: Cut on the day Breakfast
0: after Club. His birthday.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, one day. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Anonymous in St. Louis. Anonymous writes: I work at a rental car place, and I've just been promoted. Before I got promoted, I was messing with a fine young lady that worked with me. We used to go to the back of the garage and have sex in any available SUV. What? Now that I'm a leader in the company, I can't mess this up. I want to climb on that back seat with her one more time, though. Is it too risky, or do I go for it?
4: Wait a minute.
3: <laughs> like a good back seat,
2: they used to Ooh. go back in the garage in any old SUV. Any
3: available SUV. Yeah.
2: Where was they getting all these car keys from?
3: He works at a rental car, car place.
2: Yeah. And what is her job At the rental car place
3: uh, She worked with them They worked
0: together she Sound like climbing there. in the back seat <laughs> That's her job
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Climbing in the back seat Sunroof top Digging the scene with the to lead Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. Hey Though Thanks you may well. not have <laughs> A fleet of Cadillacs. So what
3: should he do?
2: Somebody that you work with. Mm-hmm. That likes to climb up in the back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but he can't do it now.
2: You may not have he
0: just a sing this song.
2: <laughs> worker that wants to give you her all. But just remember, brothers at car places, Uh Uh
1: (laughs) you can still
2: stand tall. Hey. Hey. Here we go. (laughs) Get in the back seat one more time. Do it again and blow her mind. Woo. -woo. (laughs) Hey. in there. Hey. (laughs) Climb in the back one more time. Dig in the scene. Woo, woo,
3: woo. So, you're telling him to go for it? What? <laughs> I just
2: have to. Just, All right. We, we have thank to go you. to break now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> thank you, CLO. Coming up next, you Entertainment News, right after this. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, <laughs> so just in case you were wondering, Aisha and Steph Curry are not in an open marriage. Now, why were you wondering that? Well, I who knows, never did. But, I, who didn't knows? Think about right? it. No one. Yeah, but uh, Aisha slammed the ridiculous rumors after several gossip blogs hinted that they weren't monogamous. And uh, Aisha said, "Don't believe everything you read." Uh, she told an Insta troll yesterday, "Do you know how ridiculous that is? Don't disrespect my marriage like that, please and thank you. Okay? Period." Come
0: uh-huh. on, Aisha. With a T. <laughs> yes. These people, they, do people just make up stuff? I just
3: posted? What the hell? Uh,
2: that's exactly
0: what
3: they do. They're bored. That's crazy. They have no lives. Yeah. In other entertainment news, congratulations going out to Snoop. He's cooking up something new. Uh, Snoop is looking to sell signature sausages and hot dogs under the brand Get This. Snoop Dogs, <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> get it, Snoop. Uh huh. Yeah, the intent to yeah. The intent to use application he recently filed means Snoop is looking to launch a brand in the very near future, and some of Snoop's uh, past deals include cannabis. We know about that. leaf by Snoop, wine and gin. Of course, he has a Snoop Dogg 19 Crimes Cali Red Wine, and uh, Indago Gin. So no, he's a businessman. He is a businessman now. What, Junior?
5: When you give as soon as you bite one, you still sound like Snoop. Oh no, Snoop
1: up
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tell him he's gonna be good. He's a good brother though, man. Really smart guy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snoop mm-hmm. and Shaq are just businessmen. Yeah. They are not yeah. just pitchmen. They are doing their That's thing. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right.
1: I and,
3: and finally, I, I never knew this, but did you know, Steve, did you know, guys, that uh, Nia Long went on a blind date with Chris Rock huh. back in the 90s? I know oh. Chris is your friend. Did you know this?
2: He didn't tell me that.
3: Someone set them up and said it did not, it did not go well. So Nia shared the story on recent podcasts. Uh, she said, Chris was on Saturday Night Live. He picked me up. We went out. We hated each other. I was like, this dude oh. is not even that effing funny.
1: Oh, Nia. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a that's,
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's a very bad date.
1: That's not true.
3: That's a very bad date. To make matters worse, he gave her a wrong number at the end of the date. And while it clearly didn't work out for them romantically, the two did become good friends. And yes, they both still laugh about the incident. <laughs>
1: Neal
0: Long and Chris Rock. Chris Rock.
3: Who knew, right? Right. Right. (laughs) Neal Fine
2: now. Oh, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous.
3: To this day, she's still beautiful.
5: Mm -hmm. She is gorgeous. I I I know it'd be hilarious, though, if I hear Chris side of the story.
3: Oh, Yeah.
2: Well, according to Nia, he wasn't that effing funny. So. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Chris, will come back, is, I beg she? to differ. <laughs> that was back in the 90s. Right, right. Steve, did you ever date before you were married and all that? Have you ever dated anyone famous? Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, really? Uh, I didn't, Hell I didn't yeah. that. And <laughs> ain't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> must be out well, your mind. You must be out your mind.
3: That's good. I don't think you should kiss and tell, but Yeah but how did it go i mean was it
2: okay you, you the person you liked her and everything what's gonna do number lead to another divorce <laughs> <laughs> oh so you guys were serious
0: do. you dated for a while
2: uh-uh you're not
0: gonna say like, <laughs> you no. don't want to talk about these oh i I, yeah.
2: I knew when it was going bad early by the
0: oh really oh, wow.
2: oh okay. yeah you know I second divorce i know when it, i could i could see bad right quick uh-uh. uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, it was me. It wasn't her. It was me.
3: you? What did you do?
2: Wanted some old people.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't want to be exclusive.
2: Ah, thought I did. <laughs> well, tried it, didn't work out.
3: You wanted to be in an open dating
0: relationship. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Sitting there eating with a phone just ringing. Kind of hard.
5: Kind of hard. Kind of hard. It's hard to yeah,
2: tell you hard. To- why don't you answer your phone? Because you don't need to hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Why your phone always ringing? Popular.
3: Mm. <laughs> Would you say I'm popular? <laughs> I'm popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
2: hilarious. Uh, right. Have you ever been on a blind
3: date, blind Steve? date
1: yeah.
2: yeah. Hell yeah, I've been on a blind date. How did it work
3: Someone, out? You, a, who, who set you up, a friend or...
2: Oh, that was a long time ago. I went on on three blind dates. One one date, I I actually tried to blind myself. (laughs) (laughs) Tried to make it official.
3: Because as soon as
2: that heifer walked in, I went, you got to be kidding me. Well,
3: who set you up? They didn't know.
2: Partner, of my man, his girl. Mm -hmm. His girl said, I got the perfect girl for your friend. He's so funny. What funny, uh, why Why funny people want funny-looking people?
1: <laughs> what make
2: people think that funny people want funny-looking people? <laughs> this woman walked in this restaurant, I went, oh, my God. She, she said, that's the exact reaction I knew you'd have. I went, lady, this ain't the OMG you think it is. <laughs> the, OMG wasn't emoji yet, lady.
1: Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm talking about, oh, my God, as in help me, Lord.
1: Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh God!
1: So what did y'all she talk about on the date? Just
2: like my uncle, I'm talking
1: about shit
2: <laughs> <a bitten> image. <laughs> Sitting what? over there having dinner with my damn uncle with a wig on and a bra. I was just <laughs> horrified. So Why you keep staring at me? What? <laughs> you don't get in here. Where well. you been staring right. at me
3: before? All right, we're moving on. Uh, Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour. Steve, you're going to tell us how'd your 65th birthday celebration go, okay? It was yesterday. We'll hear about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, make sure you check out another hilarious episode of the number one rated show, Judge Steve. Judge Steve at 8 p.m. 7 Central on ABC and Hulu tonight. You don't want to miss it. We'll be watching. Yeah, yes, we, we will. will. Yeah, we will. Tune in. Great in. show.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: God,
3: God is all good. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, so Steve, day after your birthday, you know I can't tell you this girl.
2: Why?
0: Go ahead and ask. Up, me. You?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I how was not it? I
2: answer these questions. First of all, how was it? It was outstanding. Yeah, yes. as it should okay. be. As it, it should
1: be. Yes. sixty-five. Yes. Yeah, it's still going on. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I'm out the country. Mm-hmm. That's all that's I can you, tell you. Yeah,
5: that's where you live.
2: Um, mm-hmm. uh, I cannot be found. <laughs> uh, quit looking. Uh-huh. Ain't no, no paparazzi. Sir. That's all I can tell you.
0: What did you have for dinner last yeah, night? Where? Come
2: on. German chocolate deal. cake.
0: That's all you ate <laughs> <laughs> last night.
2: No, you know, but I get a German chocolate cake every birthday. Yeah, you told uh-huh. us that. My you mother made me one all the way up until was till she passed and would send it to me wherever I was. Oh nice. Then
3: Real
2: nice. Can't believe it. But God gave me a woman named Marjorie, and she makes a German chocolate cake. And when I tell you, I kid you not, and I'm not just saying it, tastes exactly like my mama's cake. Aw. Oh, now that's exactly. a blessing. That is mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So you had and the soap. tradition. Keep Had going. that
2: cake. Uh-huh. You know, I had a lovely dinner. I was dressed up. You know, a couple of my kids came through for me. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. But that was it. And uh, that's all I could tell you because it's high level, you know. <laughs> well, how Real many high cigars
0: level. Did you smoke?
2: Oh, uh, yesterday. Oh. Uh,
0: because the other day you said eleven. Eleven. So you yeah. Actually, do.
2: I actually did thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> you got two 13. extra ones. Uh, my goal is before I go home is to smoke a cigar for every year I've been alive. Uh, okay.
1: Whoa, whoa, sixty-five.
2: Nah, I won't be able to do that, but. but <laughs> That's how hard you kicking. You having fun
0: trying?
2: Huh? I'm how hard I'm kicking it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even think they
1: call this kicking. It's <laughs> 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 nah. next level.
2: Oh, I don't know, man. I think I, yeah, I'm balling. I don't even. Ooh, there's some. Ooh, there's some ignorant mess right here. But yeah. you. I'm, yeah, I'm out there.
1: Like
2: yeah, I'm out there. This time I'm. way. I'm way out there.
0: <laughs> Beyond balling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
3: That's a good thing. That's <laughs> awesome, man. Mm. Yeah. Well, the All celebration continues. Honor to yeah.
2: God for two wow. weeks.
3: All right. All right. Well, uh, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, uh, have you ever been caught saying something about someone and you didn't think he or she heard you? We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Dr. Anthony Fauci, um... Uh, has built a reputation for being diplomatic, but last week, he lost his cool. Well, he was mad cool. as hell. He
2: uh-huh. was mad as hell. Yes, he was. I saw Fauci, boy, I was holly laughing. <laughs> it was funny. I'm talking about his ass was mad. Yes.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he lost his cool a little bit last week, Steve. And... It was caught on a hot mic. Dr. Fauci was heard mumbling, um, well, we'll play it in a minute, but he was (laughs) heard mumbling after Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas asked him about his personal finances. During a hearing, Marshall was asking if he would be willing to submit to Congress a financial disclosure that includes your past and current investments. Fauci pointed out that his financials are already a matter of public record as required by federal law. That's when he uttered the insult. Take a listen. What a moron! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> what did he say, Steve? You heard it.
2: Oh, I, you can't say what I can't tell you what he said.
3: Yeah, he said what we, a
2: moron! Uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, mm-hmm. What did you oh, think he said? Oh, he said moron! Oh, yeah, he man. said moron! What did, oh, I oh, just you, heard the. Mm, the mm. I just <laughs> heard oh,
3: well, you. Thought I didn't notice. The big one, no. That's what
2: I thought he said. I went, all right, Fauci, my dog. I had a whole nother level of respect for him right there. Oh, he said moron. Oh, I thought he yes. said more. Once yes. I heard more, I went, oh, I know where this went.
3: <laughs> Very familiar to you, huh? No. Yeah. He said, what a moron, Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, Fauci, Fauci getting tired of him, man, because they politicized this whole thing about the vaccines and everything. Man, this country, man, this country's not in great shape, y'all. It's not in great shape right now because the political parties is making this country, man, they've they've let Donald Trump destroy the way this little already raggedy thing was set up. But what they're doing now, man, is really sickening for this country. They I don't care what the Democrats want. The Republicans don't want it. I don't care what the Republicans want, the Democrats don't want it. Ain't nobody asking the people what they want. And they work and
1: on us.
2: And we're huh. going nowhere. We get nowhere. All. We're getting nothing, man. Oh, your party want to get vaccinated? Our party don't. Well, that's right. stupid.
1: Right.
2: That that's That's stupid. For you to say that your whole party doesn't want something or to right. say that your whole party does want something, that don't make no sense. Hell, I know a lot of Democrats that don't want no vaccines. I know a lot of Republicans that then got vaccines. Yeah. So what is the political, how you're politicizing the, uh, 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 the vaccines when clearly I know Democrats who refuse to get a vaccine and I know Republicans down there in line. Yeah. So how yeah. is that politicized? Help me out. Right. It's, right. Po- it's politicized for position and power. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, this, this is At crazy what we're people doing. people
0: dying and losing their lives right. and destroying our health care system. Yeah. And our the and In the businesses. economy.
3: In the economy. It's just horrible.
2: Abortion is. is a politicized issue. Yeah. And guess what? Republicans get abortions. Democrats get abortions. And there is nothing to say the Democrats get more than do they. They got all these issues they be fighting. That don't make no sense, man. That this 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 is crazy. They raise all it. They, they against gay rights for this and this and other. It's gay Republicans. It's gay Democrats. It's gay liberals. What, man? Let these people live their life. You ain't got to agree with what everybody do, but you ain't got to stop it. Look, I'm not I'm not in agreement with what a lot of people do, but I'm not stopping nobody from doing nothing. If you don't like what a person does, you don't have to agree with it, but you can't stop them from having a life. Just because that ain't your choice, that's their choice. You got to let these people live, man. You got to let these people have their way in life.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because you disagree, it shouldn't happen. Bruh. Yeah. Yeah,
2: so? It, yeah but I'm not gay, so he is, she is. Now, what you gonna do about it, and you not liking it, don't change a damn thing.
0: Right, let them live, let people Mm. live, let them be
2: great. I like peace, but that don't stop y'all from going to war. To war,
3: Mm -hmm. come on now. All right, Steve, Uh, coming up next, we have the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, boo-boo breath assistant. What? What?
1: what? <laughs>
3: we'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, it is the nephew's turn. Uh, what you got for us, Neff? It's time for the- press F- phone call.
4: Huh? <laughs> my Boy. It. F-P-C. Okay.
1: <laughs> Yeah. One more time,
4: F P C. Let's go, cat dog.
6: Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, Darwin. Darwin. Uh, this is he. Hey Darwin, how you doing? This is Frank with uh, F P C. We're trying to come down and uh, see about uh, making an appointment with you uh, within the next week, if that's possible. Appointment for, for what? Yeah. Uh, we're supposed to come by. I'm with F P C. We wanted to. Uh, we have FPC? you on file. What, what, what is that? What is FPC? Uh sir, your name was left with us and you're 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 on um uh, on our file to actually come out and make an appointment with you so we can um so we can get your picture taken. Uh you must have the wrong number. I'm not I'm not signed up to take no picture or anything, sir. Okay, well you are you're Darwin, correct? Right? Yeah, yes, I am Darwin and you called Darwin. That's who you call it, but, but anything about a picture? What what what's up with a picture? Uh, we've got you on our schedule here, FPC. We have you on our schedule to um, to actually uh, for us to come out to your home and take your picture. Okay, FPC. What company is that? What 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 type of picture would I be taking? Now, I'm not taking no picture, but what what is FPC? Okay, you don't know anything about a photo being taken of you? Need, need no, it to be sir. Taken? No. Okay, uh, sir. FPC is uh. We are, this is a funeral picture company. who? What, funeral picture company. And what we do is we funeral. come out and take your picture, and we actually keep it on file. That way, when you do pass away, we have your picture for your program, and we have a nice picture for you. Oh, man, look, I'm not dead right now. You're not taking no picture of me. Who is this again? My name is Frank. Frank. Oh, okay, Frank. You mean to tell me, y'all taking pictures of people before they die, just so you could have their picture... On oh, file. So well, we keep it on file, do? and then you have a good picture on your program, and that's what that's what uh, that's what I'm we do. Like some b- I ain't signed up for nothing like that. Who the hell signed me up for some b- like that? I'm, I'm not, not quite sure, but we're trying to schedule where we can come out uh, beginning of next week, so we can get your picture taken. Next week, week after you get the b- picture when I'm dead. You're not taking no picture of me before I die. That that don't sound right. Uh, sir, don't you want to have a good picture on your program? Sir, you're not taking no <laughs> picture of me for no <laughs> funeral arrangements that I'm not dead yet. I don't understand that. What the hell is this about? Nobody who signed me up for it then? Tell me that much. Uh, sir, I don't have the actual person listed here on who signed you up, but I do have the number and you are Darwin Mr. Darwin. So I didn't sign up for it and I'm not taking no picture. Of a you guys run around taking pictures of people before they die, just to have a good picture on film That sounds like some bullshit, man. I don't, I ain't never heard of no like that, sir. Okay, sir. Are you? I mean, we have your address here. Are, are you? Uh, are you available? I'm, no, I'm not available. I'm not available at all to take no picture for a funeral that I'm not even dead yet. I don't. I don't get that. That that sound like a bunch of. Bullshit. And I, uh, who the hell gave you my number? That's what I want to know. Sir, I'm not quite sure, but one thing we have to do is we have to follow through with our job. So, what we're going to have to do is we, I have to come out there and take a picture. No, so, no, I, no. I, I, I don't want to, you know, create a problem, but I have to get a picture of you by next week. Oh, it's going to be a problem because you're not getting no picture of me for no funeral arrangement. Mr. Darwin, I have to come by your house at least by Friday. at Around 12 noon, I'll come by and get a picture. Friday? You ain't coming by my goddamn house no Friday, you gonna lie. Yeah, I be come over here to try to get my picture. I got plenty of goddamn pictures in my house to put on the motherfucking funeral program. I'm not taking no picture. That means I'm claiming to be dead. I'm not dead. That's a more bad little goddamn dead. I don't know who the you work for Frank, but you—you you got there. I work—I work for FPC, sir. I work for FPC. I FCC, my. You ain't not taking no picture of me. Don't come over here Friday. Talking about no guy pissing. You're okay, but a sir. Your pissing him, and you got pistol, and you—and I hope they got your guy picture on file. But that's a stupid company you work for. I ain't never heard of nobody taking no picture before they die. I got millions of pictures in here for that program. And when I'm gone, what the f- I care about what a picture look like? or who had my god f- funeral? It's a making you tell whoever the f you work for, they need to go find another f- occupation. That don't make no god f- sense. You're not coming over here Friday, buddy. You come over here if you want to. Okay, uh Mr. Darwin. Yes. Are you familiar with, with uh Glenda? Th- that's my wife. What what the f are you about to say now? I w- all I want to do is say this, man. I just want to say Glenda. T- the one that got me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, huh? <laughs> I'll be a... <laughs> a <laughs> <now>. <laughs> oh, boy, y'all done lost your... Life. I ain't never heard of no... business like this. some FPC funeral picture-kicking <laughs> Well, man, I said my New Year's resolution, I was going to cut back on drinking, but you got me over here about to tip a bottle right now. <laughs> oh, you crazy. Oh, you crazy, man. Hey, come over here today about four and get a picture of Glenda. You take picture. <laughs> Y'all got me, baby. You got me, I got baby. Oh, I man. I ain't never heard of no <laughs> company like that. Hey, uh, your wife put me up to it, man. you go I tell you what, you tune in tomorrow morning, man, you're gonna catch yourself on national radio. I'ma tell everybody, boy, they had me hot over here. I'm gonna don't tell Glenda, but I'm gonna have me a drink anyway. I was looking for an excuse to drink. <laughs> that right like there, a funeral picture taken, they put on fire. Boy, y'all done you lost a half a 1000000 in your head with that in <laughs> <and> there, <that>, buddy. <laughs> ah. Hey man, I gotta ask you something, man. Darwin, tell me this here, man. What's the baddest and I mean the baddest radio show in the land?
4: Steve Harvey, morning wake-up show, buddy. <laughs> come on, baby. Ooh, Frank, Tommy. you
0: play too uh-huh. much. I
4: you just want to come by him. and get a picture. That's all Tommy <laughs> want to do. Come get a nice little picture. Have, okay, okay, let me ask y'all something. Do you know what picture y'all want used on your program? Uh, I'm
0: pretty much not going to mm. care. No, thought about it. I'm not not planning it or any of that. No,
3: once I'm out, I'm out. Yeah,
0: what you have yours? You know what you're
4: gonna do? Carla, I'm gonna have a funeral rehearsal because this I want this to go right.
0: Like A wedding rehearsal?
4: (laughs) Yeah, that way you know everything runs as according. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have a guest list. If uh, I'm doing that now,
1: because I I don't
4: want you just showing up and you wasn't invited to. You know, you got to be invited to my funeral. You know, but but I'm going to have a rehearsal. I know, you know, we're going to go through the sermon. We're going to go through the song, all that.
5: So so if they Mm -hmm. come anywhere and they wouldn't invite it, what is you going to do about it?
4: Haunt the hell out they ass. I
1: promise. (laughs) Now you're a ghost. (laughs) Uh, that's, That's a good answer.
4: Yeah. Stupid is on the way. Stupid is coming to Beaumont, Texas, baby. (laughs) Beaumont, Texas, get ready. The Nephew is coming to town. It's going down March 19th at the Julie Rogers Theater. You do not want to miss me. Tickets are available at the box office or at all Ticketmaster outlets. Stupid only comes around once every four, five, six years. You know, it's like Haley's Comet. You know what I'm saying? That's how stupid come around like that. So, Beaumont, guess what? It's coming to you, the Nephew, March 19th, Saturday night, 8 p.m. Julie Rogers Theater. Oh, my God. You better get you some stupid tickets to come see stupid, and we're going to have a stupid time. And when you leave, you're going to say, that boy stupid. It's something wrong with <laughs> Stupid in a good way. All right? tickets on sale right now. Nephew coming to town. Doing some more dates. I can't say nothing because I ain't signed my name yet, but I got a few more coming, so y'all get ready. Uh, hint, hint. Hint, hint. Huntsville. Alabama. Hit hit. That's just hit hit. Okay. I get to see my I get to see my friends on the Huntsville show. You understand what I'm saying? I get to
0: <laughs> Oh, how was Jackson, Mississippi?
3: What? Awesome. Awesome <laughs> how I did? Awesome. We got to go nephew coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry letter subject: boo-boo breath assistant. We'll get into it right after this. Ew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now, okay?
4: Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for ya. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
3: Thank you, nephew. Subject, Boo-Boo Breath's assistant... Wow. Yeah, Boo Boo (laughs) Breath's assistant uh, is the subject. Dear Stephen Shirley, I recently started a new position as an assistant to the office manager. On my first day at work, I noticed that everyone in the office was looking at me and whispering. I thought that they were just checking me out because I was a new girl. (laughs) Silly me. When my boss got in, I went and greeted him. Everyone was still looking at me, but now they were laughing. And then it happened. The odor that came out of my boss's mouth darn near knocked me out. It smelled like a baby's diaper, and it hit me across my face, and I almost passed out. I realized why my co-workers were laughing. One of the ladies, (laughs) she was laughing so hard, she had tears in her eyes. Afterwards, (laughs) they said they were waiting for my reaction. They knew I wasn't ready. It's been two weeks now, and I literally cry in my car before going in to work. I have to be closed up in his office in meetings every day, and I've tried offering mints and or gum, but he declines every time. God. I really love my job, but his breath makes it impossible. We have an off-site meeting in a couple of weeks, and he suggested that me and a couple of our teammates ride with him. So now the teammates want me to be the one to address this issue with him. They have chosen me to tell him that his breath smells like boo-boo. My husband said that I should just breathe through my mouth when I'm in his presence. He said my coworkers are setting me up because I'm the new girl at the office. Since I'm always in his face, I feel like I should go ahead and say something, or should I wait until I develop a better relationship with him? What should I do? Please, please help me. Wow, this is, this is funky. This is a funky situation right here. You're absolutely right. And you love your job. You are the new girl. Uh, I mean, what a bad position to be in. Uh, you're the new kid. You're kind of darned if you do, darned if you don't. Uh, your husband may be right. They could be setting you up uh, because they've been there all this time and they've had time to say something to him and they haven't they haven't done anything. His breath sm- still smells like boo-boo. But your husband's advice to just breathe through your mouth, I, I don't think that's going to work either. I mean, you got to live too. You probably will have to find a way to tell him because you work the closest with him. I mean, you can't just go to his face and say, your breath smells like boo-boo uh, and and he's your employer. I mean, it's not what you say; it's it, it's it's how you say what you say. So you, I mean, you've offered him mint, you've offered him, him gum. Uh, everybody knows that when somebody offers you a mint or offers you gum, that you should take it. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Either they're trying to tell you something or be polite. All right, so you gotta find a way to just—I don't know—you gotta say it to your boss. Listen. <laughs> You gotta say something. You have to. You cannot let this go on. You gotta say something. Listen, I just wanted to tell you. Uh, maybe we should go to the dentist together. Or when's the last time you've gone to the dentist? Something. You gotta say something, Steve. Help me out here.
2: <laughs> yeah, see Shirley, you don't you don't do good at letters like this because <laughs> see you too kind. You're trying not to well, hurt the feelings. Feeling.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm here for these type letters. <laughs> what now, would you say? Uh. See, boo-boo breaths assistant, Right here, that term is too loose. It's too kind. You the first day all your office workers is looking at you whispering. You thought they was checking you all because you knew. Oh, silly me. When my new boss got in and I greeted him, everybody was still looking at me. And now they laughing. And then it happened. The odor that came out of my boss's mouth. <laughs> Damn near knocked me out. (laughs) It smelled like a baby's diaper. It hit me across my face. I almost passed out. Now, right here, why are we calling this letter boo-boo breath? What do you mean? You need a stronger name for somebody breath like that, like wet wipe. You know, (laughs) wet wipe. Your breath smell like a used wet wipe. That's what the title (laughs) of this letter should have been. How about pamper? You could have just said mm, pamper. pamper. We breath. know what a pamper smell like. We've all told a tape off of a baby that we love dearly. And when we opened up that pamper, we went, Ka! That's <laughs> a commercial running right oh, now, like that. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: when did this baby start eating vinegar green? Uh, <laughs> work it out in your mouth. Uh, Man, uh, mouse, stinks. That's not boo-boo. That's stank. <laughs> First of all, you turn around and your coworkers was laughing. I'd have fought somebody that day <laughs> because y'all could have told <laughs> yes. me. Yes. Y'all knew good in hell what I finna walk up into. And I'd be damned if you sit there and giggle at me when you know what just happened. And then your ignorant-ass husband talking about breathe through your mouth. Mm-hmm. You can't breathe through your mouth. You need your taste buds. <laughs> 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 Mess around right and breathe through your mouth if you want to. Won't be able to taste a damn thing. Mm. Now you at lunch talking about I can't taste nothing. That's cause you was breathing through your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, you got to take baby breaths when you're round people with stinky breath. This is how it's gotta sound. Listen to this. What? Listen to this. All
3: right. <laughs> Hold that breath. Hold that breath. You can't breathe. You got to (laughs) sip. We'll have part two of of your response, Steve, coming up. Make a face. Look at him like you're crying. (laughs) Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's subject, Boo Boo Breath's Assistant, will be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, Boo Boo Breath's Assistant.
2: This pole girl this poor girl got this new job. Yeah. She need her job. She even said <laughs> yeah. she like her job. She loves it. First day, all the people looking at her, ain't nobody saying nothing to her. They laughing. They figure hey, it's silly because it's her first day. Then her damn boss came in. And she didn't know why everybody was laughing until he said, hello.
4: <laughs> it's an H
2: word. See, yeah. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? H words. I don't know why people got bad breath. Use a lot of H words. Hello, how you doing? How's your day? Ugh. Anything I can help you?
1: With?
2: <laughs> how long you been here? <laughs>
1: He's dying. Here's another one. <laughs>
2: who recommended you to oh, the job? Oh,
3: <laughs> not the who. <laughs> you standing there. You just put your eyelashes on. Who is strong, Steve?
2: <laughs> now you sitting up in there. You had just put them damn eyelashes yeah. on. Yeah. Now, here you don't know what that is on your face. You think a bug done got on you, but your eyelashes done fell on your damn cheeks. <laughs> All because he, and then, you know, you going to offer him a mint, and he said no. Mm. He know a mint ain't going to work. He yeah. know that. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you give a person, when somebody breath stink that bad, offering them mint, you know why they don't never take mints? Cause they can't taste them. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Is listen that to it? me, y'all.
3: I didn't know People that. People with Steve. real
2: stank breath uh. don't ever want to admit Cause they can't taste them. Well, then, do they know <laughs> really? that their breath stink? Like I didn't know that. Sugar cube. That's like taking a <laughs> sugar cube, a sugar cube, yeah, and having put it on a tablespoon of sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> 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 that's why. <laughs> Take a cube of sugar, <laughs> yeah. put it on a tablespoon you of sugar stupid. honey iced tea, and stupid. swallow it. And you see if true. you like
3: sugar <laughs> anymore. You can't say okay. it. <laughs> no, no. So, Steve, let me ask you this then. No, let me tell you just a couple of <laughs> okay. ask the Okay. Well, I want to know okay, if they can't taste it, then do they know they have bad breath like this? Uh-uh. If they did, uh-uh. they'd have fixed. It. You don't know. If they knew that, they'd kill
1: themselves.
4: <laughs> Somebody got to say something.
2: They yeah,
1: don't know that. She's got to
2: say something. There's other things you can do. Like what? Like instead of offering him a mint or some gum, mm-hmm. offer him some Tidy Bow. Mm. <laughs> Toilet
4: mm. cleaner
2: for his yeah, mouth. Yeah, get that
4: sugar honey iced tea out <laughs> He's of there,
3: She's trying to me. keep yeah. her job. Steve. <laughs> that she Offer loved.
2: him some Tide bowl, Just <laughs> hand it to him. Play the commercial with the little man in the toilet <laughs> tank in the light Play it. Go outside mm-hmm. and hook up a fire hose to a fire hydrant. And when he turn around and say, hello, blow his whole damn mouth off with that fire hose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are the type of drastic measures you have to take. Take with people's Breath that smell like hot garbage. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You ever open up trash can in the summer when you was a little boy?
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Know what that smell like? So mm-hmm. that's it. You know, everybody now look. Every nine in everybody breath be kicking. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. just tell the truth. Yeah. But normally for those of us whose breath just kick every nine in, we kind of know it. You'll be talking and you'll go.
3: Oh, damn! What's that taste? Is
2: that
4: me? Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know you can. And then we'll cup our hand. When your <laughs> breath smell Bloody like man. Zachary.
1: Like what? Wait, no, no, what, no, this, when,
2: What did you say? I said when your breath smell like Zachary. See exactly. What is that? Exactly. Exactly like the crack of your egg. Oh my God! Steve. <laughs> <laughs> if you got Zachary. <laughs> see the reason. The reason you don't <laughs> never see people blowing into their hands when they got bad breath is because they did it one time and it knocked their ass out. And when they came to, they didn't know what the hell to no how. She needs. She wants to know how to tell him. She's got to tell him. You don't. You can tell him with your body language and your face. <laughs> Yo, like like when they turn and they start talking, just start doing stuff like mm.
1: Mm-mm. mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm. Just
2: stand there and start just jumping in place. Uh-huh. Just bounce. Just be jumping in place. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Bless him Lord. Bless him Lord. You know, and I know how it is to talk to somebody with real funky breath. You can't talk,
3: no, because no, you just you want to get away from them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Email him. No, mm-hmm. no. I need to tell him. So yeah, I think she just writing needs to, to tell him when they're in some of those closed-door no, meetings. You need to just
2: get a big piece of paper. When he starts talking, uh huh. Just get a magic marker and write "Shut the f up." <laughs> <laughs>
3: Our job. This ain't my I, job. I don't want to lose my eyebrows either, but we're both in here. All right, thank you, Steve. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. And then check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on Demand. Coming up at 46 Minutes After the Hour, Sports Talk with Junior, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Oh,
5: oh. First of all, let me say thank you, Greensboro, North Carolina. Boy, y'all showed out. They showed up and showed out. Uh, what's up, Red? Just the yeah. dude I met in Greensboro. What's happening, Red, with the blue hat, with the black sweater? You know what happened. <laughs> Everybody loved it. We had a great time. But, Uncle, uh, I know you out there balling, doing your thing. I don't know if you saw any of these games, but there's some hurt people out there this morning. woo Whoa. Man, let me
2: hear about him, man. Whoa. ain't seen Al game. <laughs> Al
5: game? Well, the Bengals. Not Al. The Bengals didn't walk all over the Raiders. 26 to 19. Now, I was
2: pulling for them. Yeah. Because a lot of my frat brothers from Cincinnati, so I was
5: pulling for them. He going, no, you probably didn't see this either. I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills just stomped a mess at the Patriots. 47 to 17. They
2: sure did. I've hated New England ever since they turned over them black kids school buses in '70. <laughs> you mean in the city
0: that. of Boston? <laughs> the whole
2: damn city.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: his arms folded. I know that's right. What? If you, if
2: you
5: got his phone number, I'll just give him a call. Buccaneers beat the Philadelphia Eagles 31-16. Could you please call Jalen Hurts? Because he hurt right now. No,
2: nah, that hurt me, man. I wanted Philly to win that one. Yeah. But I knew yeah. they wasn't. You know, yeah. I, even Pimpin knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pimpin called that. I sure won't hurt to win, but whoo. I understand. But it ain't a surprise. You already said this. The Chiefs,
5: Got it together and started on a roller offense. Forty two to twenty one over the Steelers. Bye Ben. Good game. Bye Ben. Good
2: you know ben what Ruben. all them people's talking about? Uh Chiefs by seven. Chiefs by seven. Man, yeah. that's seven.
5: <laughs> <laughs> they threw up forty two. The Rams. The Rams beat the Cardinals thirty four to eleven, Huh. Ooh,
4: that you was really? ugly.
5: Yeah. That was what? ugly. Boy, they was yeah, the First
4: dog. half was it was
1: over. Yeah. All I got was head. a
2: text from my group of boys. I just saw them say, uh Odell Beckham touchdown. Cause he was yeah. with Cleveland, so we you know, we following him.
5: Yeah, y'all rubbing for him. But here go yeah, to one. Because you know, uh,
2: that's all we got in the playoffs, is Odell Beckham.
5: <laughs> here go the one, uh, and we might well start this prayer right now. The 49ers didn't beat the Cowboys. They need prayer right now. Twenty-three to seven. Twenty-three to seventeen. We praying for you, Dallas. Twenty-six. Twenty-six straight seasons. Twenty-six straight I seasons. I know.
2: hate I'm not gonna be able to see Stephen A. Smith this morning on oh, first day. Oh my God. Oh, oh this well, is yesterday so lovely, he showed
1: man. up. <laughs> Damn,
2: yesterday.
3: How about right, them Cowboys? Man. All right, Junior, thank you. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, 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 guys, listen to this, okay? Hmm. This is hmm. some cooking news. This is trending. It seems Well, why as is you if- doing
1: it?
4: Well- <laughs> <laughs> if it's got something to do with cooking, why don't you let Carla do it? What do you have to say, Shirley?
3: um, Well, listen, it seems that I'm not... Whoever said this, that I was the worst cook in America? (laughs) Wait a minute, Uh, it seems I'm not the worst cook in America after all. Uh, A new survey finds that 56% of Americans admit they struggle to cook the simplest dishes at home. The average person says they'll attempt to make a dish four times before either getting it right or just giving up altogether. Okay, the hardest so called easy dish to make are the following they include pancakes, eggs, pasta, mac and cheese, rice, and grilled chicken. All right, okay. Those are the hardest to make, but they're supposed to be easy, but people that can't cook say right. that pancakes, pancakes the is hardest. hard to make. Huh? That's what they're saying, yeah.
2: The hardest Shirley, so-called easy Shirley, Shirley, let me help you out, because you can't make none of this.
0: <laughs> she can't make uh, pancakes, right?
2: So you listen to me. You buy your pancakes and waffles frozen. <laughs> <laughs> you can put them in the oven or the toaster. Don't be in here messing up. This rice, they yeah. make, rice comes in a bag now, where yep. you boil the water you boil and the you bag. drop the whole bag down in there. And then when what? it gets finished, after five minutes, all you do is cut the bag open and you dump out perfect. It's called 10-minute rice. La la. And and it's perfect rice every time.
3: Did you hear what she said? Yeah. I, you know, the last time I cooked some rice was in a crock pot with some lamb chops. Wow. So Jesus. <laughs> that scared so me you so put, much. Jesus. I, I haven't cooked rice since then.
0: Mm-mm. You put rice kernels in a crock pot with raw Glam meat? Yeah. Hang in there, Nesto.
2: Yeah. Yep. So wonder he yeah, ain't what, dead.
3: It, it
2: was a good <laughs> So wonder oh, he is, ain't yeah. dead from parasites. Man. You just Jesus.
3: Was, this is wow. not about me. Oh, no.
2: It is about you. My, man <laughs> Shirley, you. Shirley. Shirley, Shirley, yes. my mother wouldn't even talk to you. My mama oh. didn't even understand a woman who can't cook. My mother didn't even she didn't even Hello. she didn't know what that was. Baby, what was you doing? <laughs> you didn't think you'd want to eat one day? You didn't know. You didn't think you was going to be responsible for family, some cheering that I would want to eat or something?
3: Have a chef or something, yeah. You didn't think never...
2: your baby would want to eat eat something other than some syrup?
3: Milk. They got milk and stuff.
2: Oh, my God. Well, I'm talking about after the baby get teeth. Oh, oh, yeah, I didn't Yeah, don't nobody want to nurse that long, baby, and you ain't gonna want it either. I don't know if you ever had a nine year old chomp down on you one time. But you ain't gonna like it, I can tell you that right now.
3: My baby's twenty five. Well kids (laughs) of her own. When they get
2: teeth and they chomp down on you, you're gonna have to you're gonna learn how to spoon feed yourself, I tell you that.
3: (laughs) Well, that's what I was doing when I put the stuff in the crock pot. I mean, it's a crock pot, right? They cook everything. Surely. I you tried I tried. Some Ugh. people don't cook anything At least I you did don't. make the effort Effort Yes uh. Okay first of all I went to the store and bought a crock pot That took me hours Just to find out, find out where but the pots and stuff But you just left for. the rice cooker at the store
5: You could use one of them
2: even they got no. rice
0: cooker, like
2: Steve. See, said. You look, 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 rice
5: look at, at that. Too. Look, at that. See, they, look they got
2: case. rice cooker. <laughs> they, they got everything for people that can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> they got waffle makers, everything.
3: Where is What's all the- this stuff? In store, the store,
0: surely. And Uncle, you don't even go in there.
5: The <laughs> <And> aisle is
2: <laughs> called at the groceries called. If you're in the grocery store shopping for utensils, <laughs> it's called bacon needs.
3: Mm. I, I, you know I hardly ever go to the grocery store Mm-mm.
2: Hell for no what? Yeah, For what? For the food,
3: Shirley,
1: for, for food
2: And you sitting up here talking about the average person gotta mess up a dish four times Not at my mama's house, you ain't know? You got one time only <laughs> Look at and that. That was it, that's you it You must right. Crack another egg <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Alright, look at the time we gotta go We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show Coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Carla, you have some music news for us. What you got? What you got?
0: So remember when I told you guys that uh, the Grammys, they were going to postpone the Grammys due to the variant Omicron? Mm -hmm. Well, check this out. There's a rumor that the show will now move from Los Angeles to Vegas in April. Oh, I'm going uh-huh. to the Grammys. <laughs> any reason? <laughs> any wow. reason to go to Vegas?
2: You want to go, Steve? Wow. Hell yeah! I <laughs> know. Oh, ain't got a song on the charts or nothing. <laughs> I don't even know what's on the charts. I ain't bought a band make- just at the Grammys. <laughs> Rihanna, what's up? <laughs> Steve, Ross you can make Peter. a song about Black Seventeen.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: be in the whole casino all night.
0: Man, I know. I said, ooh, it's going to be packed now. So that's going to be nice. Grammys in Vegas in April. That is what uh, CBS. Yeah. That's what the rumor is. So we will see. Also, we got to give a quick shout out to LL Cool J. Represent Queens. Yep, yep, yep. They have a statue of LL in Queens now. It's a solar-powered wow. audio statue. It's a setup that plays his music. So that's real cool. So I want to oh, give right. a shout out to LL. Oh wow, that's yeah. slick.
2: Yeah, it has LL is a, a good dude too, man. Mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. dude. LL, one
4: of the best. If you break in his house, yep. he gonna whoop your ass. Right
1: okay. <laughs> yep.
0: So congrats to LL Cool J.
3: And
0: that's it. All right, music Carla, news.
3: Thank you. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for another round of Would You Rather. Here we go, guys. Listen up. Would you rather play hide and go get it with yeah. your celebrity crush? Yes. Or would you rather star an award-winning movie with your celebrity crush? Oh, the hell oh, no. with that damn
4: movie? In the movie. The hell but with you're an
3: actor, with- Tommy.
4: Uh-uh. Hide and go get it?
3: <laughs> what? An award- over an award winning movie?
4: Mm mm. We can act the movie out while we trying to hide and go get it.
0: <laughs> Best Lead
4: in a drama.
2: <laughs> Best butt naked lead. Goes too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Steve?
2: I don't really give a damn about being in no movie, but then uh I, don't, I ain't got no celebrity crush.
3: <laughs> Junior, what are you? What you I'm got? I
5: ain't never been in a movie, so what the hell I want to do that for? I'd rather go play hide and go get it. Where are you, Nia? Nia
3: Long. <laughs> Nia Long.
5: I'm uh-huh. looking in the kitchen.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm out here hiding and getting it.
1: Girl, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> hell,
5: I
3: want the movie with a hoe. All right, That's would you cute. rather get $5,000 a day for the rest of your life? Five thousand dollars a day for the rest of your life, B. Or would you rather get a lump sum, B. Uh huh, of five million dollars.
4: Hey, oh yeah. give
2: that me that, big, that million, five
3: million,
2: Five dollars, that five thousand dollars. Who $5 want
3: that big. funky five thousand? Mm-hmm. B.
2: Well, it ain't funky, Tommy.
1: Yeah, really. Damn. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, here we go! Yeah, oh, he well, oh he didn't well, change no, 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 no. Well, I think we all heard that. Who want that little funky five thousand dollars? Ah. Had to correct <laughs> him and go, well, damn, Tommy, hold up, 5000 And then it hit me, wait a minute. He said it out loud. Yeah. I want man. that little funky $5,000 a day. Much money. I'm out here making in these clubs and stuff. Y'all, Who y'all think y'all talking to? Man, get uh-huh. up out of here, man. Man, <laughs> please, I wish I would.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when don't you need $5,000, though, when you don't need it?
2: Right. He don't.
0: And that's he don't. When life. you
2: live in a chateau. Uh, hey, uh, oh, hey, Dry Roll how, Royce. How Tommy act
0: now
5: uh, uh, when, it, when they ask him to do his show for $5,000? How he act now? <laughs> I
2: have to laugh. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys are, are you guys serious?
0: <laughs> oh, that's Tommy. Is this a prank? <laughs> that's Tommy. <Thomas. laughs> but now
2: listen to me. $5,000 a day for the rest of your life or 5000000 lump sum. $5,000 a day, you make $1,000,000. $825,000 for the year. Uh-huh. Oh, so oh. in three years...
4: Well, I... I, yeah. I didn't right. do the math.
2: Nah, 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 nah. No, you did the <laughs> did math the on mail, that
3: $5,000.
2: Oh, you did that.
3: We gotta run. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only after-birthday boy, Steve Harvey, at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. And um, it's been a good day. Oh, it really it's has. A great day. <laughs> yes, it has. A great day. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. all good days. Mm-hmm. We're alive. We can talk well, about it.
2: We're healthy. Well, yeah, that's who you tell me. Yeah. Bad days are good. After right. my birthday, I'd like to say this to people. Uh, people oftentimes ask me, What's it been like for you? What? How did you manage to hold on during hard times? What, what was the key to your success? What's the one thing you would change differently if you were 20? What would you tell the 20-year-old Steve Harvey that you didn't know then, that you know now? I've always asked a lot of hypothetical questions. And uh, I just want to share something with you about it. The one thing that you have to understand if you are on this journey and you are trying to become successful in whatever arena, whatever area, whatever field of choice, whatever it is, if you're trying to become successful, you must understand and get it through your head that it is a process, that it is a process. It's going to take some time. I know you may want it now. I know you may have goals and aspirations with, uh, with deadlines set on it. But you got to understand it's a process. The majority of things that I've wanted to happen at a particular time almost always never happened at that particular time. The chosen time that I wanted things to happen, I can tell you, Practically hardly ever worked out that way. Ever. You know, I had to be at work at 5 p.m. Okay, I know how to make that happen. But my dreams and visions, what I hoped for and saw for myself, almost always never happened at the particular time that I set aside. So understanding that, well, Steve, why is that? It's because it's a process. And one of the processes you have to learn is patience. One of the processes you have to learn is faith. One of the processes you have to learn is that your timing and God's timing is two different sets of time. You have got to understand that when you ask for something and it doesn't happen, like I said the other day, it doesn't mean it's denied. It's simply delayed. But guess what? It's really not delayed. If you think about it, it just wasn't the time according to God. The delay, you you have to deal with the delay when you set a deadline and you set a time frame and it don't happen. And then when it don't happen, you say, well, I guess my blessing's delayed. No, it's in the process. It's on the way. It just hasn't arrived at the destination yet. And a lot of times our blessings don't arrive at our destination because we ain't where we need to be to receive the box. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I fell onto something right here. I think I need to stay right here for you. A lot of times, the blessings that God sends our way doesn't arrive in the time frame we want it to arrive in because we're not in the place we should be in to receive it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I've had to understand this about my life Thousands of times. I'm currently going through a deal right now that I thought should have been done by now. But because I'm not in the place that I need to be, because God ain't tied up all the bows and ribbons with the other people that He needs to have in place, it's what I'm thinking is delayed. Well, it's not really delayed, it's in God's timing. Because I've learned and after all these birthdays that sometimes, man, the where I'm at right now is not the place I need to be to receive the package he has for me. Could it be that you're not in the proper place to receive the package? And I did a long time ago, I created an analogy that when you ask God for something, God boxes it up in heaven, puts a bow on it, and he ships it to you. Now in order for the package to receive at your location, the faith that you ask for the package in has to be the faith that you remain in to receive the package. So when God ships the package to your place, your address, which was you prayed this prayer of faith two years ago, but because you didn't get it in the time frame you thought, you stepped off of Faith Street and you stepped over on I Doubted Boulevard. Well, he don't deliver packages to I Doubted Boulevard. So the package stays on the truck and it circles and it makes other stops. And then when he swings by your house again and the postman wants to deliver the package, but you have to be there to sign for it. And you over there and you don't move on to Ain't No Way Circle. So now you was on I Doubted Boulevard. Now you have moved over to Ain't No Way Circle. They can't deliver the package. Then they bring the package by the house. Now you over there, now I guess it ain't his wheel avenue. And now the package circles again. The problem is everybody, you're not where you're supposed to be to receive the package. If you would get back over there on Faith Street, because God only delivers his packages to people who are in faith. You got to stay on Faith Street cause he does not deliver to I don't see how Boulevard. Those are my closing remarks. If you don't get that, we'll try it again tomorrow. Okay, have a great day and get back on Faith Street. That could be why the package ain't got there yet. It's probably circling. Bye. <laughs>